The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terramina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terramina, blogger of Inside the OAA, blogger of the Dragons Insider, and one of the hosts between Terramina's and OAA Neighborhood Television. I'd like to welcome our friends hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and those watching on OAA Neighborhood Television. I got Ian Locke here this week. Of course, we were together at the regional track meet this fri- on Friday. Yeah, that was uh, that was quite the event. Uh, the weather weather uh, participated in a good way for us, and uh, we made it through how many hours? About four, <laughs> five, maybe. Yeah. It was longer for me because I was running. I was in the discus area. Yep, and we were over there setting up about nine a.m. So it was a twelve, long thirteen day. hour day. It was a long day, but boy, did we see some runs! Wow. We got crazy. Reca- we got some recaps on that for track and field. Um, of course, um, there were four of them we covered. Of course, um, Madisonite's Lamp here. Um, you got Dearborn Devon Child, and then Farmington, and then the one at Lake Orion. Um, yeah. Let's go to our main story. I mean, like, and this one occurred over the weekend. Um, it deserves it, Sammy. My goodness. Um. Pontiac football coach, new one, um, new football coach of Pontiac, Ken Wade, was in the um, Oakland J- County Jail for violating probation. Um, <laughs> Wade was sentenced to 14 days. Um, this is according to the um, Oakland Press um, article um, writer, um, Alien um, Wingblad, um, Eileen Wingblad. Um, he was charged in 2010 with having, um, having in possession narcotics paraphernalia and driving on a suspended license. He pled guilty. To the charge was sentenced to probation, to which he violated in 2011. Um, and then Wade recently appe- failed to appear as ordered by his first probation violation, and then multiple bench warrants were issued. Um, so the probation violation was when again? Um, it was a. It was on, I believe, April the fourth. April the fourth of this he, year. Of this year, okay. He pled guilty to that, um, and on May 14th. Wade was sentenced to originally served 90 days in jail, but Judge Lisa S. Dorian of the 52nd 3rd District Court in Oakland County um, gave him the option of serving less time if he settled the balance of his fines and fees associated with the original yeah. convictions. And it cost him $2,100 and 14 days in, j- and 14 days in jail, <laughs> according to the court records wow. obtained by the Oakland Press. Um, Wade is scheduled to be released from the Oakland County Jail on May 25th. Um, and then, and here's the thing, and this one's, to me, this is, this is sad. So. Really sad. Okay. This is going to go beyond just the coach losing his job. I'm assuming he's losing his job. Right? Right. From Pontiac. Right. I worked in a school district for over a decade. Mm-hmm. You've worked in for the school district here in Lake Orion for I've done very probably longer than that, <laughs> and, and volunteering and all that stuff. Nobody sets foot on a campus or in a classroom where children are involved without extensive background checks. Um, state police fingerprinting. Uh, you don't get a job offer until it comes clean. On your job application, heck, my wife is signing up to be a um, a chaperone and you know help with transportation at her school district with uh, 
some honor students going down to Oakland University, and we had to fill out a three-page form wanting to know more information than it, what I had to put on my uh, application for a mortgage. So somebody dropped the ball big time on this, one being the coach or former coach or potentially former coach. But in the school district, how do you let a convicted individual, right? He pled guilty. He pled guilty, yes. Right? So you are convicted around children that you're supposed to have a leadership role. What is a football coach? I mean, it's one of the most high-profile leaders in the school. And you're like, well, you know, the good football coaches or the great football coaches, which we know that are in OAA, have been around a long, long time, are the ones to instill proper actions. You go to school. You treat your fellow citizens properly. And you, you, you just do what's right, right? And you work hard, and, you know, they instill a sense of purpose. And, and then you bring this in, you know, somebody in like this that is convicted to be here's around children. Going, How does it get past the— Here's the thing. The, here's the, thing. The, the stop gaps. I mean, there's stop here, gaps. Here's the thing. I mean— Unbelievable. Here's the thing. We don't I'm more know— ups, I'm more, Sammy, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm more upset— with the Pontiac School District, that, and did, that didn't filter this out. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. I mean, this is hard to explain because you got that right. This is really, really hard to explain. You, you almost can't. You, 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 you feel numb. You just, you can't. You feel numb. You feel speechless. I mean, this. You got to look at with the coaching surge. You know what I mean. You got to look at the surge and. Was background checks provided? Was it provided for this for Pontiac? It is standard. It's standard. We do it here at ONTV. It's I mean, standard. It's it is especially in the school district. I mean, there's there's quite a bureaucracy inside a school district for good reason. There's all these different rules they have to follow. There's state mandates. There's you know all these different things that they have to follow, and one of them safety for children. And the exposure to whoever they're exposed to is of the utmost importance, correct? Now, I'm not saying that this individual could have been, you know, a danger to the kids or whatever. I said, but if you make mistakes in your life and you're convicted of them, there's certain things you have to agree. Yeah, I cannot do any longer. Right? Yeah. There's certain things that are taken away. And this is one thing. I'm it's stunned. Shocking. I'm stunned shocking. that it got this far. I mean, we were so happy to say, hey, they found somebody. Maybe you'll stick. This would be good for me because you want the best. You want for the all best those for those fe- kids. All the Phoenix, man. We, we're, we're huge fans of Pontiac. And they're coming back. I mean, the city's coming back. The school's, you know, getting on solid footing now, right? Kids are, you know, wouldn't we say attendance went up mm-hmm. in Pontiac? It did because they're now up from, they're going to be going up to Division One again. Which is which great. is great. It's a great sign. It's a great They're sign. They're coming back. Rebuild them up, right? Oh, we're huge fans. And to to say some. To see this. An HR person go, I how did I miss this? Well, the AD, too. I mean, the athletic director has got to, I would say, they have some questions to answer. Because if they're conducting the interview, what's the process? 
Does that mean everybody goes through the same process now? Over we Pontiac? don't know. It we doesn't don't, seem like it. We don't know. We don't know. That's just. I'm just. Stunned. I know. I know. Of all the things, we got to talk. It's just crazy. I feel bad for these kids. You I know do what too. I, mean? these, I do too. I feel bad for these kids because here's a football program that is what five and forty-eight since 2012, <laughs> and yeah. I thought. You know, I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with the review. We don't know what's going to happen. Now, Pontiac's um, superintendent found out about this on May 15th. If she found out on May 15th, it's too late because I, I just see it as this is the, the optics of this is so poor. I mean, we've seen less do coaches in. Right. Right. We've seen less. Right. And the optics, I mean, the community looking at this and in the paper, I mean, this is bad. Yeah, and it's in the Oakland press. It, it, that, that means it'll be everywhere. It's going to be everywhere. It's just, I mean. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm not sure what's going well, to happen. Gonna be, they're really looking for a new coach. That would be my, if, as a parent, if I knew this was going on, I'd be livid. I'd be very, very upset. Now, you know, I don't know the individual. I don't know the background. I go, but. You go black and white. Yes, you're convicted of this drug paraphernalia and whatever. You know, unless <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, it's tough. I, it's, it's stunning. It's stunning. It is just stunning. It's stunning to say the least. I mean, now Pontiac School District Superintendent Kelly yeah, Williams what, what offered say? little comment. Okay, but she did say to um Wingblad in the interview that human resources looking into this matter. Yeah. The communication specialist at Pontiac Schools, um, Latoya Smith, added that Wade is new to the district and that the Human Resource Department handles the background checks and all the prospective employees. So something must have. But what what does that tell you? That statement tells you a lot. It does. It says, HR, you're in trouble. Yeah, it does. Right? It is HR, whoever's in HR that passes through is in trouble. And. You know, if they were doing the right thing, they would do. They would look into why this happened or how this could possibly happen. I and, agree with you. I mean, <laughs> it's mind-boggling. On a, any other job, you might say, "Hey, you know, okay." Well, and a job application, any job application, what do we do? You have to put: Have you been convicted of yeah, misdemeanor? Have you been convicted, have you been convicted of a felony? Have mm-hmm. you, you know? Right, you gotta put you it. You have in. to put it on there. So if you put it on there, he's honest. He's honest, yeah. But the HR didn't do the background check, and they said, oh, "Okay, well, we need somebody, and there's nobody else." So we're gonna, you know, I'm assuming. I I don't want to put words in their mouth, but it's like don't. you put that on there. Usually, it's a disqualifier for your school district. I mean, could you even get a support staff job with that on? You know, you know. I mean, you you guys have you're. Your brother worked with the schools for some time, you know, Anthony, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And oh, too bad he wasn't here. He'd, he'd know. Because yeah. he, he's done a variety of things with the schools, right? Mm-hmm. Substitute teacher, all these different things. Yeah. You can't just walk in the door. No. You can't walk in the door. There's no. a reason why there's locks. Yes, I know. And cameras. Yep. What's the point if you're just going to let them in the door anyway? Mm-hmm. It's just, what's the point? Just, and then the kids, like you said. You're like, yeah, okay, cool. Get them a solid leader. Good. You're hoping that the people that are running the school districts are making the right decisions for the, you know, the best uh, of these kids. And like you said, the, the kids are going to 
suffer because now you're like, oh, now. we got somebody. Oh, no. Now you're going to no, be looking don't. for another coach. Like, yeah. I mean, it just does not. It does not. Help out the program. No. It doesn't. And it doesn't help the school district out. It doesn't help the community out. It doesn't help the, um, you know, it's just. It's just, no. It's just another. It's just another. Shot in the arm. Yeah. You know, and, 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 t- and it's a, and it's a tough pill to swallow. Correct. And the one thing, too, about this is I, I'm glad they caught it because has, has this happened before? Is it continuing? You know, uh, you know, having convicted felons in your school district, this is something that the parents should say, hey, you better have a report on this and be clear. They said this is an anomaly. This is a one-off. This is just an oversight. We missed something or something. They have to be very upfront and open about this. Because, um, you know, sometimes you say, you know, we look at sports and we talk about all the time. We talk about it as entertainment and fun and good, good experience for the kids to learn real life, life lessons, right? You're playing sports. I agree. Working with others, working in a team, uh, fighting through adversity. How do you handle success? You know, all the different things that you, you, you would experience in life as you progress, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes sports, we say, takes too much importance in our lives, right? right? Especially in the high school level. Correct. That kid's transferring because this right. coach is there and right. you know, all these new rules and all this stuff because sports, 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 as opposed to my education. Right. It, could this be an instance of sports above all else? Right? Uh, I don't know. But you know what I mean? Those are yeah, questions that, that have to be looked they at. They have to be looked at. I agree but with But it's you. one of those sports above all else? I hope not. I agree because, <laughs> man, oh man, what a Monday! I, you know, just coming in. I that I'm upset as you can tell. I'm sorry. We're gonna keep an eye. On, we're gonna keep an eye on this situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to monopolize the conversation. We're gonna Sam, keep an eye on this situation. Crazy on them inside the OA on the blog and also on the um on our podcast. We're yeah. keeping an eye on the situation. What's going on at Pontiac? <laughs> um, we got more breaking news now, and this is on a brighter note. I, is, I need some good news. Here we go. <laughs> Rochester Adams is a new boys basketball coach again. Hey. Name is Jared Thomas. Two coaches in two weeks. Yes. Takes over for um, <laughs> Nate Ebola, of course. We talked about what he did last week. I mean, my goodness. Well, he um, stepped down and. Yeah, he put a complete 360 on him. Yeah. Um, now, Ebola, of course, um, now I'm with um, Thomas. He coaches a, um, he used to coach, a, he coached a junior varsity at Avondale last year. Okay. And um, was a longtime assistant at Oakland Christian before that. I got to remember the AAU program he um, ran. I don't remember it be, beside um, beyond my head right now. Um, okay. But this is an interesting hire for Adams to go with Thomas. Um, you know, I know Thomas personally. Um, of course, um, Thomas DM my brother on um, Twitter announcing the move. Um, oh, okay. I didn't even recognize the... Um, I didn't even hear about it until, um, you know, he didn't want me to post it on Twitter till he did. So he ended sure. up posting on Twitter and I just posted on the blog. So yeah. this is a good, I think it's a good hire for Adams. I think it's an interesting hire for Adams because with Thomas now there, um, he's going to bring accountability and he's got, and this is a young guy who is thriving for an opportunity to coach I mean, the coach. Now, Adams, on the other hand, of course, let's not forget, this has been a team that's been in 
Myth with turmoil. I mean, yeah. like going with um, especially with the offseason that they went through. They lose, they lose their head coach. They lose a they lose a coach who was supposed to be their head coach, and then the likely departure of three of their top players. So, if you're Jared Thomas, you got a heck of a challenge ahead of you. Yeah, the the positive, like you said, you know, there's a positive. Uh, familiar with the OAA. You're at That's Av- huge. If you're at Avondale, you can't. He knows the division. You can't discount that experience and knowing what's going on, mm-hmm. right? Knowing the other coaches and the lay of the land and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, young coaches can be fun, right? A lot of energy. A lot of energy. A lot, lot of passion. A lot of passion. A lot of time they can give to the program, right? Because um, we saw the previous coach for a week. Yeah, for a week. He rolled and... out because he said he wanted to spend time with his time family, with family, right? Yeah, agreed. So, which is his prerogative. Cool. Uh, we see a lot of coaches do that, stepping down, moving on, job-related, whatever. It happens. That's life, right? I think. But having a young guy, yeah, a lot of time. I think he's to going put some time in. He's going. I think what he's gonna. And here's the thing: Adam's program's in a really rough place right now because they're not only look. They only have. And I think it's going to be a challenge for Thomas. I think he's got to get a JV coach in there. You know what I mean? That will, um, His previous, co- previous coach did both jobs. Yeah, Brad Crichton did both jobs when he was there. Um, I think that's his first job, is to fix his program. Now, when you look at the players back for Adams, I mean, especially when you have players like George Siraj, um, you have Boston Yearsay, and then Peyton Prescorn, um, that's a start for you. That's that's a good start for you. Um, but the question's going to be is how is the status of those three other guys who are possibly looking at moving out, you know, leaving or leaving Adams? Yeah. But if these three guys would have stayed at, if these three guys stayed at Adams, then you're looking at a very good basketball team. Yes. Yeah. You know, the only question I have concerns with with that team would have been depth, but. But this Adams program has just been through so much, you know, so much in the offseason. It's just been, it's been, it's like been a rocky road in this last, um, last two months for this basketball program. Yeah, it's, it's been quite up and down. Kind of crazy. I, but, you know, it's not real. The thing is, they're settling it now. Yeah. I mean, we're in May. And that's right? good. Yeah, I mean, we've seen some of the coaches coming in way late. Mm-hmm. I would call that even, you know, that could be even worse. I agree. Right? So having them in now, um, knowing the lay of the land, I think they're okay. And, But you never know. New blood coming in, you never know. It might spark the kids and, you know, learn something new. And maybe they'll come out and uh, smack some people in the mouth and, and surprise people. You don't think so? Uh, I see. I I'm see. Not sh- looking at, I'm not. <laughs> I see your shoulders droop, Sammy. Uh, I, maybe I'm an optimist. Come on. I, 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 I like the optimism, <laughs> but when I'm looking at the division they're in right now, yeah. Okay, you tell me if they're gonna beat Farmington twice, or they're gonna beat Troy twice, or they're gonna beat um, you know, because I don't see that happening. I really don't see that happening. Come on, because <laughs> I think Farmington's better. I think. Troy's better, I think. Even with everybody back. Yeah. Even with everybody back. Um, 
Well, if, if everybody's back, that's a whole different ballgame. Well, that's if what I'm saying. everybody's back, that's a whole different ballgame. But, but with the team he's got right now, I just think Adams right now, but middle to bottom of the pack. That's what I'm seeing with Adams right now. Um, I think when you look at him, I like the Thomas hire. Young, energetic. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, you know, I look at, you know, when you look at the current coaching hires right now, you know what I mean? The current, current hires right now. I mean, people are going to ask me who would, who, who, you know, when you look at the top notch hires, I mean, like you got Schro- Joe, Joe Schroeder at Lake Orion. Now you got him, Jared Thomas at Adams. You know, it tells you that the direction is going a little bit younger. You know what I mean? Then, then in, in years past, you yeah. know, when you see it, you know, now we're they're still looking for coaches at um at Avondale and at Pontiac for um boys basketball and then girls basketball, you know, it's Rochester. So Jeez, Pontiac got a I know. <laughs> I was gonna say Pontiac better have a headhunter, an official headhunter, go find somebody and don't let HR touch it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm still bitter about it, Sammy. But um But you're right. Young man, it is kind of trending younger. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. And um the good thing is that there's a lot to look forward to, man. I mean, the the season coming up, you're like, boy, there's a lot. Well, you got there's summer a, league to start. Well, you got summer. But I'm saying, like, in the OAA gets kicking again. There's gonna be a lot to talk about, a lot uh-huh. to watch. There's a lot of storylines to take in, right? Uh huh. Every every basketball team, every football team, everybody's got storylines. Yes, everybody's got storylines we gotta yep. talk about. But when you look at Adams. Their storyline is: Can they keep everyone together? And if and if Thomas is, doesn't have those three guys there, you know he's going to work with what he's got. Yep. He's What's probably going to have a lot of young. He's gonna probably going to have a lot of sophomores probably up on him, up on varsity. You know, especially how young they are. But he's going to rely a lot on a guy like Peyton Prescorn, George Sharak, Austin Yearsay. All three of those guys have been starters. Um. I think, I think in the long haul, I think this is going to help Adams. Um, but in the short term, right now, I think it could be they could be in line for a long year. And I'm not it. And I'm saying because, and I'm saying because the white division this year, there are a lot of teams right now that are going to be better than Adams right now. Yeah. I mean, I think Farmington's better right now. I think, I think um Troy's. Troy could be better than them right now. I think Groves could be better than them right now. Southfield, even though they just lost Cameron McEvans over there, I think Southfield's a team you got to watch. Um, but Adams right and Stony Creek, another one. I think that um, I think right now what I see Adams right now, they are a middle of the pack team right now. That's what I'm seeing with Adams right now. But with Thomas there, I think if they surprise people, I'd be stunned. You would make me eat my words, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would make me hey, eat my words. I don't make anybody eat anything they don't want to. Oh, come on now. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> come on now. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. Because I like how you squirm. It cracks me up. How do you like the fact <laughs> that I squirm? It's funny. Oh, my goodness. You're very entertaining, Sam. I wouldn't be sitting in this chair if if we didn't get along and you entertain me. Yeah. Over all the years, dude, you crack yeah. me up. All right, let's take a break here. Um, we got track regional to talk about here. Um, 
we could preview girls soccer because their their playoffs and lacrosse is also this week. Wow, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, a lot going on. This is Lake Orion's own, the local voice. Call ON TV and get on air 248 393 1060. Let your voice be heard. Internet radio for all. Call ON TV and get on air. This is the local voice where you can listen to your favorite classic rock songs as well as podcasts created by ON TV and its volunteers. If you're looking for a high school sports update show, we have OAA Now. If you want to hear about some great movies, we have Movies for Dumb Guys. You can also create your own podcast by taking a course with us. For more information, call 248-393-1060. Welcome back to OA Now here. I'm Sammy Timmy with Ian Locke here. Hey, hey. Um, Let's talk a favorite sport of yours. <laughs> what's yes. Heart, what's heart in your mood? Yeah, uh, brighten my day a little. Let's brighten your day a little Since bit. Since it's kind of cloudy and overcast. Yeah. Uh, let's recap track regionals. Wow. What what a Friday evening for track. Well, the, the regional at Farmington was Saturday. Saturday. Okay, sure. Yeah. But still, what a Friday. What a Friday. Um, The last two days were in, uh, Friday and Saturday incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about it before. You know, this is the the one chance that the all these kids, man, could qualify. Get a chance to qualify for the states. It is a huge accomplishment to make it to the state finals in track and field. Well, let's re- it's, let's, it's fantastic. Let's recap these regionals. Um, let's go to Division II first. Um, Region 15, I was at Massonites Lamphere. Um, this was a really interesting regional. Um, McComb, Lutheran, North had, had, a, had, had some strong showings there in that regional. Um, at the end of the day, I just thought um, Orchard Lake St. Mary's won the boys regional over there. Um, pretty, it was it was tight. And then um, the girls got to figure out who won that. If you're pulling up the results, yeah, I'm right trying now. to. I didn't. You threw me a curveball. It's Region 13. Uh, region 15. Region 15. Yeah, I apologize too. All right, I got a. Yeah. Um, I thought we were focusing on the uh, the division OAA one guys. Yeah, the OATs. Yeah, we had um. Hazel Park and Pontiac in there. All right, where are we at here? Region 15 was at Madison Heights Lamphere. We're going to go from 15, then 14, then um, then um, then District 10, 10, 7, 9. Division 2. Yeah, it was in Division region 2. Region 15. Yep. Sorry, this is bad, dead error. <laughs> I apologize for That's that. That's okay. I apologize Slow for that. Slow on the internet. Okay, I got the scores. Okay, so. Orchard Lake St. Mary's Re- won the boys. Yeah, 99.5. Uh, close one, though. Lutheran North, like you said. Just uh, Macomb Lutheran North, just 95 points, be- uh, four points behind him. I was surprised Macomb Lutheran North performed well. I was really surprised. Hey, you know, uh, I- I'm not. Uh, we've seen them in action at cross country events and that sort of thing. Great cross country team, solid. Uh, you know, obviously the size of the school, not real big. No, but boy, they 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 put on a show. That's for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, the girls' side, I picked Chandler. I was man, I was wrong. I picked Country Day to win that regional. On the women's? On the bull? On the guys' side? Oh yeah, they were third, sixty four points. Uh, Lamphere is fifty six at fourth. 
Uh, Bloomfield Hills Cranbrook was fifth. What do we got? Pontiac was ninth with 37 points. Um, and who else did we have in there? Bloom, that's it. Hazel Park. Uh, Hazel Park on their way out of the OAA, 12th yep. with 25 points. And then the girls' side, I picked Harper Woods Chandler Park Academy. Nope. Detroit Country Day. What? 96 over Lutheran North, 91. Where was Chandler Park? Chandler Academy? Park was third, a distant third with 71 points. Are yeah, you Pontiac, serious? And Pontiac Notre Dame Prep almost nipped them. I had 70 so for fourth place. Goodness, I was dead wrong. <laughs> Marion was fifth at 53. Uh, Cranbrook and Lamphere tied at 44 for sixth place. Uh, Pontiac was eighth with 41. And uh, Hazel, Park. Hazel Park, where are they? They kind of blend in there. Do I even see them? I don't Did even see score? them on there. They didn't score? No. Goodness gracious. Didn't score. I'm stunned. This is the first first regional I got it wrong. Really? I got both champion, projected champions wrong. <laughs> I'm stunned. Well, you know, it depends on, like we said, uh, you got to bring it that day. And if you don't bring it, you're toast. I can't right? believe this. I was <laughs> Last year, I was perfect. <laughs> I was perfect in projecting champions. Country day. Nah. Yeah. Do you want me to go deep? Deeper yeah. dive. What is it? We're only a half hour into the show. We got time. Yeah, let's go to 14, Region 14 at Dearborn Devon Child. I think I got this one right. Okay. <laughs> I think I got this one right. Are you? Okay, that's D2 as well? Yes. D2 as well. Uh, okay. Not helping me here. I got, I should have Dearborn Devon Child, but winning both of them. Uh, D2. Yep. Region 14. And D2, Region 14. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Region yep. 14. A lot of looks like a lot of PRs. Yeah, Ferndale and Harrison were in here. Okay, dun dun dun. dun. You ready? Who'd you pick for the guys? Dearborn Devon Child. You are correct. Thank you. Not only they win, but they steamrolled Harrison. Now, Harrison was second, and Ferndale was third. Yeah, but Divine Child won 93. Goodness. Far- Harrison had 82. Ferndale third with 64. I, I just yeah. knew they were going to blow the field away. I just knew they were going to blow that field away. Loaded. I Loaded. mean. No, well, what would you say on the, on the women's side? I said Dearborn Divine Child. Yeah, even bigger. Divine Child, 214, Sammy. What? Harrison was second with 86. What? Yes. You're kidding. No. Uh, third was Cody, Detroit Cody, with 41. The rest of the field didn't score above 30. 214. That's got to be a record. 214. Yes. And for, for you non track people out there, that means they went 1 2 in virtually everything. That means they're going to be well represented at the D2 State Meet in yep. Zealand. Like everybody, everybody qualifies. Let me yeah, see. Yeah, they're when Devon Chow's going to be. If they're not a state champion this year, then ex- something's ex- wrong. Exactly. So let's go down here. I w- that is amazing. They've had the at least top, not not okay, only top so two places, top three places. Hundred meters, they got two. Uh, they got seven and eight, so they scored points in seventh and eighth place, but they didn't get top two. Uh, let's go to two hundred. Um, not dominant in the two hundred, but they did score points. Divine Child won the four hundred, went third, fourth, fifth. Goodness. Or third and fourth, first, third. Fourth in the 400 meters. 800 meters. They went second, third, and fourth. Depends on if they made qualifying times. If it's D2, potentially. Yeah. 
Uh, so they didn't win everything, but they were like second and third in the 1600, 3200. They swept. Oh well, no, they went only six competitors in the 3200, and they went one through five. Uh, hundred meter hurdles. What? Yeah, hundred hurdles. They went first, third, and first and third. Uh, three hundred <laughs> meters. They won it. Uh, Elena Wilker, forty-eight, three-three. Not a bad time there. Uh, relay. They won the one four by one, the four by two, the four by four, and the four by eight. Shot put. They were second, fourth, and fifth. Discus, they were second and third and sixth. High jump, they went one, two. Nobody else competed. Is that right? Only two people competed in the high jump, and it was Divine Child? What? Long jump. They won the long jump and were first and fourth. That is how you stack some points. So unless they made the qualifiers, they just had them loaded in, in the five, six, seven, and eight slots. Where's the rest of this Where's region? Where's the rest of this region? That's what I want to know. How do you not have a full stable of runners going? I mean, they had two heats of the 400 meters, two heats of the, well, maybe one heat of the 800. <laughs> only stunned. five Only five people ran the mile. What? For, for the girls. Six ran the 3,200. What? Nobody running distance. Crazy. What? What's going on? Ugh. I know. That's stunning. But to score 214 points, we've been through a million regionals over the years, right? Or regionals and invi- invitationals, and you got 214? You got 17 teams competing or whatever, 16, and you get 214. What? Good for them. I mean, they came to run. It's their whole track. Crazy. Speechless. <laughs> All right, let's go to Division One. Okay, who do you want to do first? Uh, let's Seven? go to the one at Warren. Go to the one at Warren. Okay, which region is that? Ten. Warren Mott. Well, 10. Okay, I got you. That was won by um, Macomb, Dakota. Macomb, Dakota. Man, they were on fire, dude. They were um, just looking at some of those uh, scores. Uh, they are D1. Yep. Region what again? 10. Region 10. We had 208 teams in here, Troy and Troy Athens. Um, Whoa, look at all the PRs. A lot of PRs for uh, what you would expect. Yeah. You should be peaking at this time of year to get in the state. Warren Mott was dominant in the sprints. They were dominant in the boys' sprints. All right, so what was your predictions again? You had I had I picked in the boys Chippewa Valley. Wrong. <laughs> Dakota one fourteen, Chippewa Valley one oh two. Goodness. Uh Warren Mott third with eighty three. Port here in north fourth with sixty. Eisenhower fifth with forty five. Troy a distant sixth with thirty nine. I'm shocked. There. Athens way down eleventh with only I'm surprised at Athens. You know, 23 points, that's it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But Dakota, yeah, nicely done. And on the women's side, who'd you have? Troy. Uh, Macomb, Dakota. 119 points. How many did Troy have? 81. What? Yep, for fourth place. 81? I mean, yeah. like. Yeah, Chippewa Valley. Troy's so normally th- a distance power, aren't they? Yes, but they graduated a, a whole stable last year. I mean, they. They didn't do well at uh, cross countries. They went from state champion to I don't even know if they made it as a team. You know, I'm stunned. Yeah, Troy uh, fourth, um, Athens eighth with 38. Good showing and for Athens. Yeah, not bad, 38 points. But yeah, uh, Chippewa Valley was second with 92. Anchor Bay, New Baltimore Anchor Bay third with 83 and a half. Troy was one point away from a third place slot. So 
They're not far off, but you're 40 points behind the winner. Almost. <laughs> Here's my reaction right now. Are you serious? Yeah. Man, I'm... It, this has been... Well, things happen, dude. Proving me wrong. This things have happened. Okay, so let's... Do we have any... Uh, yeah, let's let's, let's, let's... let's take a peek at the some of the results. Who did well for Troy? Yeah. Um... Mitch Block was 10th in the 200 meters. No, he was not. No. 10th uh, in the – I got to remember that's the prelims. Oh, the prelims. Uh, 400 meters. Troy, <laughs> hey, he had a uh, fifth place in Cameron uh, Toten. 52.80, nicely done. The junior was not a, what about, P- was what not about, a PR. What about Troy's um, top hurdler? Is it Palmore? Hurdlers. Let's take a peek. At the Is it Lauren Palmore? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lauren Fulcher. Fulcher. Okay, so 100-meter hurdles. Grace Johnson from Troy beat Fulcher. Grace Johnson's been a force uh, this year. She's, yeah. Grace Johnson, 14-4-9. Very respectable time. What? They went 1-2 in the hurdles. Lauren Fulcher was second at 14-9-7. So, Grace Johnson. Go, Grace Johnson, for Troy. And uh, Fulcher, moving on to the state finals, going to meet up with... Uh, uh, Melissa the Simons yeah. and Maddie Eaton, if uh, she does 100 meters. I'm assuming she is. That's four quality OAA compet- uh, competitors going on to the state meet that can score. Those four can score. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. 300-meter hurdles, Fulcher won that. Fulcher okay. is, is key in that. 43-8-2 was not a PR. Grace Johnson was second at 45 and 45-06. I'm just um, yeah. stunned Macomb Dakota just dominated. Macomb Dakota, I can just scan this real quick. Uh, Macomb Dakota, let's see. They just dominated the sprints, I believe? Uh, no. Uh, two, well, let's see. The 100 meters uh, belong to Port Huron. Port Huron, uh, North, Port Huron Northern. It just said Port Huron. Okay, Port Huron High School. Yep. Uh, Port Huron, let's see. In the 200 meters, Eisenhower was first in the 200-meter men. Uh, 400 meters, Dakota, uh, Chippewa Valley was second. Sterling Heights-Stevenson was first in the 400 meters. Dakota was third. Um, let's see. 800 meters, Chippewa Valley won it. Eisenhower was second in the 800 meters in the men. Port here in North. Uh, or Troy was third. Liam Kelly, way to go. 201.16. Let's see. The 1600 meters, Dakota won the, the mile. Okay, I think I think I might know where Dakota won it then. Yeah, you think distance. the distance? Uh, well, Troy, Donald O'Keefe, way to go. Won the 32. I'm looking for where this added up. They were third. Josh uh, Jaster from Macomb, Dakota was third. Brian Jones from Eisenhower was second in the 32. Close race. O'Keefe was 942.97. Jones was 943.89. So a second, boy, that would have been a good one to watch. Um, 110 hurdles. Port Huron takes it. Dakota is second. Um, they must have got a lot of points there. It's it's just filling it in the gaps there. I mean, what do we got in the relays? Warren Mott won the four by one on the guys. Dakota was second. Yep. Um, four by two, Warren Mott won it. Macomb Dakota was third. Four by four, uh, Chippewa Valley was first. Dakota was nowhere to be found. Oh, there, there seventh, a couple points. Four by eight, Dakota won it. So okay, they so I think I know where they shot won put. It. They won in Dakota won the shot yep. put. Brandon Ross fifty one oh five won it by a landslide. Troy Benjamin Buya was sixth forty three oh oh forty three oh nine. 
on the discus. Dakota won it. Brandon Ross, 158.01 PR. Nice, good job for him. And let's see, Troy was ninth, so out of scoring. Uh, it's eight places. They did not score. Yep, nine did not score. So high jump, Troy Athens. Hey, go Cameron uh, Grizoisi. I hope that's right. Six uh, foot three, he was second. PR for Troy Athens, second place at regionals, and he's headed off to the state meet. Um, long jump. OAA's uh, shutout. So that's the men. So they mixed it up, man. That's a quiet 119. Quiet. Yeah, really quiet. <laughs> uh, let's go to Division – let's go to Region 7. That was yeah, at I got Farmington. Um, Oak Park just dominated the field. This one shocked me. Really? On the men? Uh, no. Women's side. Women's side kind of really surprised me. Why? Because um, I thought Seahome would be a little bit more competitive in this one. Um, 75 points for Seahome for third for, on the women's side. I mean, but, but give it I, to I picked re- Oak Park both sides. Yes, we both did. Uh, Oak Park men take the ch- original title, 107, 107 points. Uh, Groves was second, 76. That's a respectable number for Groves. Farmington was third. Farmington was third, 72, so a tight battle between two and three. Uh, let's see. Royal Oak was sixth with 48. Uh, North Farmington, eighth with 37. Birmingham Seahole men, ninth with 36. So nice. I mean, you got some battles going in there for the uh, – Top 10. Yeah. Uh, Berkeley was 8. West Bloomfield was 10th at 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, Southfield, distant 11, 34. Where have they fallen? I don't know. It seems like they would be making some noise. Oak Park women, no surprise, 152, a solid 152. But Detroit Renaissance on their heels, yeah. 126 and a half. They were on their heels, and then Seoma was third. Seoma dist- way distant way third, 75. Farmington, 71 and a half. Uh, Royal Oak was sixth with 43. Groves, seventh with 33 points. West Bloomfield, eighth, 26. Always thought they would do better than that. Uh, North Farmington was 11th with 13 points. And Southfield, Arts and Tech women, four points for 12. I don't know. Oak if had- Park was just dominant. You know, it looks like they have a very good runner. And I believe her name's Asian. I don't know her last name. Uh, what event? Uh, I think. Either in the Asia Lorenzen. Lorenzen, yeah. Yeah, she's a, the junior, but she's got some competition. Chloe Vines, the freshman. From where? Oak Park. Chloe really? Vines, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey. Boy. Been looking at her. So, um, 100 meters, Asia Lorenzen was second. You picked that one. Mm-hmm. Um, second in the 100 meters. 200 meters was Chloe Vines. Uh, she was second, the ninth grader. A nu- wow. Battle of ninth graders, Kayla Jackson from Renaissance, first in the region in the 200 meters, 24-3-7. Chloe Vines, also a freshman, was second for Oak Park. But Oak Park goes 2-3. Asia Lorenzen was third. Uh, just two uh, 100s away from the freshman. So that was a tight That's race. Insane. Yeah. Oak Park went, it looks like they, oh, did not start. So somebody did not start, and somebody got a I, Got a scratched. spot. She was scratched, so somebody moved into another spot. It was Courtney Kennard for Oak Park. Didn't run it. Um, 400 meters, Chloe Vines, Oak Park, the freshman, 54, 3 9. So we're going to be hearing about Chloe Vines. For yes, next three that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Tamara Todd uh, for Oak Park was fourth, 57 2 2. Man, these are blistering times. China Edwards for Oak Park was seventh, so they're loading up 800 meters. Jayla Jones, we've seen her in the past. She's a junior. Uh, 2.15, nicely done. That's a good time going into states. That's a PR for her for Oak Park. 
Uh, Royal Oak pulls in uh, Marion uh, Dalziel. I hope I'm saying that right. Was fourth. Uh, Farmington's Leela Munson was sixth in the 800 meters for Farmington. So Berkeley threw in a couple. Voss and Murray were eighth. Well, eighth. So some points uh, in the mile. One we were looking at, seeing what kind of competition's coming out of the mile. Audrey Diadamo. Uh, Dominant in the distance. Oh, yes. She went 455.30 for a PR. And then Emma Murray from Berkeley was second at 518.13. Did not, well, won two qualifies. Right. Uh, And that's it. Two people out of that region qualified for the mile for the women. Uh, Which usually they put more into the finals. More in the final, yeah. Uh, 3,200. The Damio, again, from Seaholm was the victor. Uh, The sophomore went 10, 58.16. Very nice time. Abby Inch from Farmington, no stranger to the state finals, 1148 yeah. in the 3,200 meter. Freshman from Birmingham, Seaholm, the, the future is bright. Again at Seaholm, they have Haley uh, uh, Dion, I hope I'm saying that right, at 120193. Um, so those are the, the, you know, the top qualifiers. I don't think. The field events, I know Val Pout won the, won the, won the disc. I think shot yes. was close too. She oh, won Park won the hundred meters. Yeah. Went uh Asia there's Lorenzen, you know, for the hundred meter hurdles. Now she's a very good hurdler. Fourteen two two. So a lot of OA represent I'm I'm going to the finals, by the way. So we're gonna check this D one finals out. And I'm gonna keep an eye on Oak Park because That's where it, they get the oh, scoring. They're fantastic. And the three hundred meter hurdles, they have went one, two, three. And twenty four points. One, two, three, and all respectable times. I don't have the qualifying time for the 300-meter hurdles in front of me, but they did a fantastic job. All three may have qualified, all PRs. Uh, I'd say maybe, and two of them are freshmen. Morgan Atlas, Eamon, uh, Eamon Miles. Oh, my goodness. We're two, three freshmen. They're loaded again, Sam. They're loaded again. Uh, Oak Park second in the 4 by one West Bloomfield was third. Royal Oak fourth. They're loaded again. Uh, four by two. Oak Park was That's second. Unbelievable. But give it to Renaissance. They they're beating Oak Park in these relays, which you don't see that often. Uh, four by four. Jayla Jones, uh, Tamara Todd, Courtney Kennard, and Chloe Vines. Familiar names. They win the four by four in over ten seconds over Renaissance. So they're going to make some noise on the four by four in the state level. And the four by eight. Seaholm gets in at a nine thirty six, uh, which is pretty good. And Farmington, that's going to be close. 944-6 is close to qualifying. Mm-hmm. I think they're in, but I don't think anybody else out of that regional. For yeah. comparison, Region 9 here at Lake Orion, five 4 by 8 relays qualified for the state. Finals. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Shot put, you're right. Val Pallet. Pallet by 40 one And then I think Mikhail Rawls from Seaholm. 40 flat. Goodness. I mean, that was one inch. inch. Uh, Groves went 4-5. Good for them. 36-06 for Gabriel Black, a freshman. Got a lot, I love seeing these freshmen performing so well. Uh, and the discus, Michaela Rawls, Seaholm, 139-03. No contest. She uh, edged out. She beat uh, Pallet? Pallet, 136-03. Wow. Yeah. Is that an upset? That's an upset. Because Val Pallet's been just dominant. Uh, Kamari McCarl for Oak Park uh, was uh, third at 117. Let's say high jump. Oak Park takes it. Uh, very close in the high jump, though. Uh, nobody went over five feet. It was 410, so it's a little lower than you expect. Pole vault. Uh, Stevenson takes it. Uh, 
Uh, Farmington was second. Casey Noseworthy uh, went eight feet nine. Goodness. So not a lot of pole vaulters down there in no. uh, region uh, seven. Long jump. Oak Park takes it. Naisha Jordan. Uh, Royal Oak Caprice Fields. A freshman, 1504. That's a respectable uh, distance. North Farmington's Camilla uh, Peoples, also a freshman, got third, 16 uh, feet. A lot of freshmen making impacts. Yeah. Uh, the top, five, out of the top five in the long jump in that region, three were freshmen. Way to go. Good young talent coming in, Sam. It's awesome. That's Keep- scary. Oak Park is <laughs> scary. Both boys and girls. Yes. Scary. What do we say? Reload, reload every year? Yeah. They're reloading. That's pretty much what Coach Giles' team's doing over there. Their ninth graders are going to score at the D1 State down at East Kentwood. And they probably will score at the, um, they'll probably score at the freshman Oakland County meet this week. Oh, wow. I forgot. Is that this week? That's this weekend. Wow. The um, Oakland County uh, meet is Friday. Yeah, let's say, who won it last year? Did Oak Park win Oak it last Park year? Oak Park won it both. Lake Orion won it the previous Lake Orion won the year, previous year yeah. but Oak Park, man, they're loaded. Unless they're going to hold some of yeah, them out because of might. state meet. Because county, might. you know, they might run at main counties to go win county again. They might. Can't see them running both, but wow. Oak they Park, might. fun to watch. All right, let's go to Region 9 now. Of course, this is what we covered. Um, we mentioned um, Lake Orion won the girls' side, and the boys' side was won by... um. Grand Blank. Yep. And, Three in uh, a row for Grand Blank men. 107. Yep. Uh, Lake Orion men. What a great year they had. I want to say uh, they came in second, 81 points. Um, a distant, I mean, and Clarkson was a distant third at 59. I was impressed with Clarkson. They did not have a good year, but then they um, bounced back, have a good showing at the regional. They had some really, really outstanding individual efforts on. Uh, on the 32, their miler and their 3200 runner, um, we'll get into that. He was phenomenal. I mean, jaw dropping good. And he has a, I think he's seated at. Oh uh, yeah, the 3200. I remember that when we covered that. Fantastic. We couldn't believe. No, he was. He 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 just ran the pack. He ran away from the pack and about. I gotta the, get his name. Um, he needs props. Yeah, Favaza. Favaza. I can't believe yeah. I can't remember that. Favaza, uh, Brandon Favaza. Uh, he ran away <laughs> with a 32. I couldn't believe it. He won it in the first he 200 won it meters. He the first 200 meters. It was basically over. Yeah. And we're going, there's no way he can keep it up. And not only that, but he went faster. And the rest of the field was like, uh-oh. And he then must it, have broke us the record. I, we, I'd have to see. Uh, I don't know what the track record is. It could be. He must have. He was flying. He must have shared it. Was it 922? It. Something like yeah. that. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Uh, the place was cheering him on, but it was a great individual performance. I could not believe that one. Let's see. Oxford was fourth at 59. So we had a battle for third, fourth, and fifth that was tighter than I haven't. I haven't seen anything tighter than like that in a long time. So Clarkson was 59.83. Oxford was 59. So .83, Clarkson takes the third slot. Goodness. Adams at 57. And then you have Davidson, Romeo, and Kettering. All piled in there with 47 points, 45 points, and 41 points. So this region on the men's side, very competitive. Very competitive. Very competitive. Um, Lapeer was new to the uh, Well, because the I mentioned They that, were 13. They, they were scored 13. 19 points. I mentioned Lapeer. Lapeer and Davison were both in the mid, in mid-Michigan. Yeah. And they were brought down here this year. Yep. And Auburn Hills was new last year, I believe. Avondale. Yeah. Or Avondale. Yeah, Auburn Hills, Avondale. So uh, they were new last year, but they got on the board. They were 14th. They scored some uh, 12 points. Holly, 0.5. They got 
They split one point, which is surprising. Usually, I mean, they're usually middle of the pack. Um, on the women's side, what can you say? Melissa Simons, what back injury? Uh, she is still injured, by the way. I know she's still hurt. And Melissa Simons, a senior she for Lake Orion. Not out. only did she gut it out, but she saved that four by one. I, I've seen a lot of races, but I'd say that one, Favaz's performance for Clarkston in the 32, and Simons' anchor leg in that four by one is going to go down as one you're going to be talking about for, for years and years to come. Lake Orion going to that four-by-one relay. Uh, they had a decent seed, uh, but they were kind of lagging at the end. Fourth coming into the, the last. Behind, I know they were behind Davison, and they were behind um, Grand Blank. I thought they were fourth. They could have been third, but it was a healthy third. Not in a good way for Lake Orion no. when she got the baton. And she put on a, a burst of speed in that last 10 meters to get the W. I remember that. Unbelievable. I remember you were, you, were, you were standing up. Ken, was, Ken McCormick was standing up. We were and all. we were all standing up. Scream, I couldn't believe it. I, I think we lost. We, we went fanboy because um, we, we lost our composure as announcers and went, oh, my word. I mean, it was just like, unbelievable. It was fantastic. Um, so we're, we're up against it on the clock here. Grand Blank was second. Very tough team, 84. Mm-hmm. Clarkston was a distant third at 67. Rochester Adams uh, was fourth at 58. Stony, uh, Stony Creek had 45 points for fifth. Davidson was sixth. Romeo's runner in the 3,200 meter. That was shocking. Romeo. I didn't expect. I thought Grace Nolan was going to win that contest. Hey, you know, me too. But, hey, sometimes you, you, you're feeling it, and she did. Uh, some notable runs. I mean, I think Simons was undefeated on the day, right? Yeah. She won all of her events like she did a year ago. Uh, Sophie Novak, what can you say? Anchor leg of the 4 by 8 for Lake Orion. Uh, they're qualified. Uh, and then she goes and blisters the field in the 1,600 meters. Mm-hmm. 449.17 for a school record um, as a sophomore. Uh, just on, and a battle with Caitlin Rose, that senior. That was a, a mile for the ages as well. That was a back-and-forth affair. Caitlin Rose from uh, Grand, Blank. Grand Blank led that one majority of the race. And then Novak And got over. her at the 100-meter mark. Just sl- sl- uh, sl- a big slingshot around that corner to take it. Dalrymple, as a senior, 457-5-1. Uh, heads to the state finals uh, to close out her high school career. Elizabeth Bulat also qualifies at 5036. Also a senior for Rochester. Riley Robinson from Water Vermont qualifies at 504. And uh, Jesse uh, Shamarick from Rochester Stony Creek, 50946. Top six milers in this region all qualified for the D1 state finals. Goodness. Six. Gracious. That is. But you know who I was happy mm. for? The freshman at Waterford Kettering. Yes, Chloe Wall. Chloe Wall. That was, that was fantastic. To see that celebration on oh. the. Um, it, there's nothing like it, Sam. Nothing it, like it. Look at it. Gave me goosebumps thinking about it again. Because this freshman, what, five feet tall, little thing, bright orange shoes, Waterford Kettering. She's in a field of heavyweights. And she she finished third in the region, 11.08.32. There was no clock on display, so the kids didn't know really where they were when they crossed that finish line, which I think they got to remedy that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a big enough meet. Yes. She hit that finish line, and you're like, What's going on? Because I think 1109 is qualifying. Yeah, so I think she so. just got on there by seven tenths. 
and the reaction, the just overwhelming joy, jumping into our coach's arms, or teammates mobbing her. It was fantastic. That's that's why I that's love track. That's the beauty of track and field. That's why I love track. That's the beauty of track and field. Absolutely. Um, any other things from Lake Orion? You, you have any? Uh, well, Grand Blank, man. They, Grand Blank's they look dominant. great. They're good. They're, they've always been good for years. They've been very, very good. Um, I mean, they have a chance to uh, they could score do some a ton damage of points. In the state meet. Yeah. But I still think the favorite's Oak Park. Yeah, and yeah, and there's I also West Side teams that we haven't even talked about. East that Kentwood, are we haven't talked about yet. Right. Especially Kentwood. on the women's side. Oh my Boy, goodness. they're loaded. They're loaded. <laughs> my goodness. But yeah, it was it was a fun night. Uh we're gonna get that uh meet down uh edited down. We had some technical problems, but it's uh six hours of live TV. We streamed that out to the world. Beautiful. And um, it'll be on, and you can tune it into Owen TV. Probably have it up on YouTube, YouTube in a couple days. Um, I like to break it up in different pieces so we can see different events. So, but it was great. Thanks for sitting in, Sam. Appreciate it. That was a, that was a good time. That was a really good time. I, I'm still trying to recover. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. We got them. Um, if you want to look at my girls' soccer preview and the lacrosse previews, they're on my blog at sammysemicolontermina.blogspot.com. I have insight projection heading into those. Any quick ones? Real uh, teaser real quick? My teaser real, my teaser of the week real quick. Um, not really. <laughs> no, no predictions? Okay, we'll take oh, wait, we get it. Wait. Yeah, you can take a look at the blog. Um, I still think the favorites in, the, um, in soccer and the girls' side is Novi, but I think Novi could get upset. Watch for Novi to get upset, even though they're number one in the nation. Nation. Yeah, I think Novi could be an upset alert in the later rounds. So we'll see what happens going that, forward. That, that's a good. That is a good teaser. Yep. All righty. <laughs> um, I'm signing off here. Um, wish everybody best of luck this week in state tournaments. Um, wish er, everybody. Uh, county. Counties county. are this counties week. are track and field this weekend. Um, state tournaments are underway for lacrosse and yep. girls soccer. Yep. So baseball, softball after Memorial Day weekend. Happy Memorial Day, everybody, and we'll see you all next week. Take care, everybody. Yep. The show is produced by Sammy Terramina. The views on this show are his and his alone. Today, partly mine, too. If you want to make your own podcast, give us a call at 248-393-1060. We'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.